Blog Talk Radio. We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI's Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter. Somebody needs to make that confession of faith tonight. Say it. I will never be the same. Not after being with you. Amen, amen, amen. I want to welcome each and every person to MBKI's podcast network. Amen. Tonight we're going to be uh, going over the measures of a man, measures of a man. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope each and every person is enjoying uh, this Sunday evening. Hallelujah. The second or third day, um, the second or third day, hallelujah, of the year 2021-2021. Amen. We're going to go ahead and get going with a little bit more music. Amen. Let everyone get on the line. So just go ahead and begin to clear your mind. Amen. Focus upon the goodness of the Lord and let the music take you to that place. Amen. Amen.
Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, we just come before your throne as humbly and as boldly as we know how, thanking you for this time, this day, Father God. Hallelujah. We thank you for the breath of life, Lord, that you have given us to take part in a day that we've never seen before, nor will we ever see again. Father, help us to walk according to your will and your purpose, Father, that we may be able to move, hallelujah, and do what it is that you have asked for us to do in this time and this season. Father, I pray that you prepare the hearts and minds of your people, Lord God, to receive the word that your spirit has given, Father God. Hallelujah. Let us not be just hearers of this word, but doers, Father God. As you have called us to be leaders, Lord God, help us to understand the qualifications that you have set forth by your word to lead your people, to lead our homes, to lead in the workplace. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. We magnify you, Father God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I want to pray. If you guys, if y'all can do this for me, just touch and agree with me. Touch and agree with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I come against every distraction spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, there's a woman of God that I've been speaking to on today. She has a daughter. Hallelujah. That uh, suffers from a the defiant disorder, defiant disorder, amen, hallelujah, now listen, hallelujah, we understand that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against uh, uh, wickedness in high places, amen, hallelujah, so what can take place is a principality can overtake uh, an individual, how many of you know demons love to come in to individuals or operate in individuals when they're young so that they may come up with them, that they may grow up with them, that they may uh, stay there for a time. The Bible says that when a spirit is delivered from a person, it goes to and fro, and then it decides to go back to its home. See, it calls the vessel its home when it's delivered from that individual. Amen. Now, I'm not saying that there's not mental challenges. There's not uh, 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 things that go on in the medical field, amen, but hallelujah, we do know that there are spirits that are demons, and they are real, and they do overtake individuals and have to act out in the character of that spirit, amen, or that demon, amen, glory be to God, so I would like if you can touch and agree with me, and even on your, uh, uh, during your prayer time, I don't need you to pray, we're going to pray now, amen, but from that point, I need your faith, so if you can just praise God for what he's doing for this child, what he has done for this child, as he has arrested this demon of defiancy and cast it back into the pits of hell, amen, that we will see a turnaround within this Within the next 72 hours, I decree and declare in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we believe in your healing power. Amen. And by faith, I command this child to be made whole. I command that any, every demonic principality, every force, hallelujah, that has come against this child, having this child to act out in a way that is not of that child, be arrested and cast out now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. By faith, it is done. By faith, it is so in Jesus' name. And I just pray for her mother, hallelujah, that her mother will be strengthened, that she will have in her mind and in her heart, that you will give her wisdom to know what to do and how to do. We pray, hallelujah, that the fire of heaven may come into that atmosphere and disrupt, dismantle, and destroy, tear down every wall that the enemy has built up in that place. Hallelujah. Devil, your time is up. You must pack your bags and go. We release the anointing power within that atmosphere, within that home now. Every room, hallelujah, every room, hallelujah, every closet, hallelujah, under the bed, release and expose, hallelujah, shine the light of your glory, hallelujah, and expose every demonic 
spirit. Hallelujah. Trying to hook. Yeah, they take they running. Hallelujah. Out now in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen and amen. Glory be to God. Now, all I need for y'all to do is just to praise God and thank God. Thank God for what he has just done. Amen. Faith without works is dead. See, if we continue to pray, that means the prayer that is just going forth, we doubted it. And God doesn't move in doubt. He moves in faith. So I need you to attach your faith with my faith. I need you to continue to thank God for, for saving this child, for, for, for rescuing this child, hallelujah, from the, the mental, hallelujah, torment that this child has been going through, hallelujah. And we just pray that the mother, hallelujah, will be strengthened, that her joy and her peace will come back and that she will let us know she'll come back with a mighty testimony 72 hours from on today, letting us know that her child, hallelujah, has been delivered. Glory be to God. I thank God for who he is. I thank God for being the head of my life. I thank God for rescuing me, hallelujah, from crack cocaine, from womanizing, from lying, cheating, stealing, from just being a a, a, a a hell raiser. Amen. Glory be to God. God, you are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. And I thank God for my wife. Amen. Prophetess Donna Baxter. Amen. You know, she's behind the scenes keeping everything together. Without her, there would be no me. And I just thank God. Hallelujah for her. Amen. And I thank God for the sons and the daughters that he has uh, allowed us to mentor and bring up, hallelujah, and send out to do the work that he has purposed for them to do. Amen. Hallelujah. And all the apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, preachers, overseers, deacons, mothers, hallelujah, all those in their respective places. Hallelujah. We honor you and thank God for you. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Shalabokurana Maria Sitirabo Sandrabo Sitia. Rebo Sandi Kirandirabo Sitirandrabo Sia. Hallelujah, Father. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I decree and declare, hallelujah, that peace may fall upon that child right now. Hallelujah. Peace may fall upon that child right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, we come against that defiant spirit. We bind that spirit. It's gone. It's unwrapped. It's done. And we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah for your deliverance. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah for your power, your might. We thank you for the blood. Hallelujah. Cover that child in the blood of your son, Jesus, from the crown of of her head to the soles of her feet. Let her be sanctified, purified, rejuvenated revitalized, hallelujah, in you. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Ooh, glory be to God. The anointing, hallelujah, destroys every yoke. My God, my God, my God. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We glorify you, Lord. My God, you do what you do. Heal, deliver, and set forth free in Jesus name my god hallelujah hallelujah listen today is part 11 of measures of a man part 11 of measures of a man hallelujah we're going to be talking tonight about holding angry anger properly or excuse me handling anger properly Glory be to God. How many of you know the Bible says that it's okay to be angry, but not to sin? Amen. How many of us are getting angry, but we don't sin? See, that anger, that anger that the enemy brings upon us, it it leads us to want to say something, do something, throw something. I mean, it's but. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, we have the ability not to sin. Are we walking in this? Are we walking in this? Amen. Glory be to God. Turn with me real quick to 
Ephesians chapter 4. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First, let's start, let's read our foundation of scripture first. Let's go with uh, Timothy chapter 3 and verse 2. We're going to read down to 7. First Timothy chapter 3. Verse 2, and we're going to read down to 7. Amen. Glory be to God. I'm going to have my reader, my wife, she's going to read for us. So uh, whenever she gets there, hallelujah. Oh, before we start, before we start, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. Listen, go get your notepad, your pen, and your Bible. Please have your Bible. But go get your pen and your notebook. It makes no sense being on a training line and not have the tools necessary to take notes. It's important to take notes. Why? Because after we get off this line, you need to go over those notes again so it can uh, go into your memory bank, hallelujah, even the more. Amen. And at the same time, the Spirit of God can give you more revelation. This is why the Bible says to study the Word. Don't just take it from me. Take and study what you've learned to get even more and to make sure that I'm not lying to you like most of these leaders are doing these days, that you're getting the truth, the unadulterated truth of the Lord that will set you free. Amen. So I'm going to give you just a couple minutes. Go get these things, and then we'll come back, and we'll have my wife read our foundational scripture, 1 Timothy chapter 3, and we'll start at verse 2. Amen. Amen, 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 hallelujah. Well, we're going to go ahead and have Prophetess Baxter go ahead and read uh, the foundational scripture, 1 Timothy chapter 3, and starting at verse 2, we're going to go down to verse 7. Amen, amen. Good good evening, everyone. So 1 Timothy 3, starting at verse 2 through 7, and it reads, a bishop then must be blameless. The husband of one vigilant, sober, of good behavior, giving to hospitality a part to teach. Not given to wine, no striker, not greedy, a filthy looker, but patient, a brawler, not covetous. One that ruleth well his own house having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if a man knows not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Moreover, he must have a good report of them which are without. Lest he fall into the throat as the snare of the devil. Amen. 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 So understand that we have qualifications as leaders that we need to do our best to meet so that we're qualified in the position that God has given us. Amen. As I've said, throughout this series, it's very important uh, that we qualify. Why? Well, if you don't qualify for a job, do you get the job? No, you don't. So we have a lot of leaders that don't qualify because they don't meet these characteristics in their life. Amen. Glory be to God. So tonight we're going to be talking about... uh, uh, Handling anger properly. Handling anger properly. And that is dealing with being quick-tempered, as it talks about in uh, Titus uh, chapter 1 and verse 7, being quick-tempered. You know, they have this thing that they call church hurt. Amen. And a lot of it does not have to do with the church hurting you. It has to do with people hurting you. We have to remember that most people that are in a ministry are hurting. They've come out of the street. They've come out of the world, and they're coming into the kingdom of God. 
where there's love, where there's peace, where there's joy, but at the same time, there's hurt people. So hurt people that are recovering from their injuries or their scars are hurting people. Amen. Now, what makes it a sad thing is when you have a leader hurting people based upon the anger or the temper that they have based upon things that are unresolved in their life. Amen. So in this, we have leaders that are dealing with things that are being taken out on the sheep, which is leading them astray. Not qualified. So as I say throughout this series, we must make sure that we go over these qualifications and see where we lack, where we're weak and where we're strong. So we can build up where we're weak and we can critique where we're strong. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. And sin not. Turn your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 26. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 26. And I'm going to have my reader to go ahead and read. And it reads Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the things which is good, that he may have to give him that needeth. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. So listen, you know, when I, I, when I, I grew up, you know, uh, I grew up in an environment uh, where there was a lot of anger. And with my father, the anger was used in a way uh, uh, to 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 bring control and fear in the house. So with that anger, it was a, a, a way of control with my my father and speaking loudly and and using profanity, profanity, all these type of things would put fear. In me and my sister and my mother, and so in this, when you you know you you, you kind of become what you grow up in. You either go to the extreme that that individual was in, or you go the opposite direction. One of the two, amen. And so with this, I seem to have went in the opposite direction. I I. I I, I but uh, to go in the opposite direction. You know, I'm, I'm I'm more of a laid back individual, but there was a time where I was very revengeful. You know, I was a retaliator. You know, when you would upset me, I may smile, but I'm going to release that anger upon you at a time when you least expect it. Amen. So what I'm getting at is this, you know, depending upon how you grew up, where you grew up, or whatever the case may be, we tend to take upon some of those traits from those individuals that maybe have brought us up. Amen. Um, And then as we mature, we have to sometimes relearn how to handle particular emotions. Now, this is is one of the problems. In the relearning, some people never relearn. They continue to act out in a way uh, that is uh, harmful, not just to them, but to others. And as they grow up, they take upon the same traits as those that brought them up. So now they have kids going through the same emotional fears that they went through because they never take the time to learn how to handle that emotion. So we, 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 we have to understand that anger is a God given uh, emotion. 
It says in the Bible, God got angry. says Jesus got angry. But they did not sin. We have not, or I'm not going to say, most of us have not gotten to a point of being able to be angry, but sin not. You know, either our mouth is going to say something, our hand is going to say something, our feet's going to say something, our body language is going to say something. It's going to come out, amen, some way or another. Now, one thing that we must understand is that it's impossible to live without getting angry because, again, angry, anger is a natural God-given emotion, okay? To deny the emotion uh, in others and ourselves can lead to serious psychological spirit and spiritual uh, problems. Here, let, here, let me pull up. Um, turn your Bibles to John chapter 2 and verse 13. We're going to read 13 through 17. John chapter 2 and 13 and read down to verse 17. Amen. And it reads, And the Jews passed over was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem and found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves and the changers of money sitting. And when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers money and overthrew the tables and said unto them that sold doves, Take these things hence make him make not my father's house and house of merchandise. And his disciples remembered that it was written, The zeal of thine house hath eaten me up. Amen. 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 So in this passage, Jesus Christ, uh, the perfect son of God, demonstrated that it is possible to express anger without sinning. It is possible to express anger without sinning. And most of us have done so. But the thing that we must learn to do is to do it on a continual basis. Okay, we can't do it today and then tomorrow go off on somebody and then, you know, we must learn how to control this emotion. Because if we don't control it, it's going to control us. Amen. Glory be to God. He, of course, was the son of God. And at the same time, he was human, expressing a very humanistic emotion. Yeah, I think sometimes we forget that Jesus left his glory in heaven and came down a mere man that had emotions. It even says that he wept. He had emotions. Amen. So we can't say, well, Jesus was Jesus was God. He no, he was just like us. Amen. And he was able not to sin. Very important. When we get angry as leaders, that we don't allow the anger to move us in a way to bring harm to another. Amen? You see, we must be, it says, as gentle as a dove. Amen? Even in the time of anger. Now we're going to look at when does anger become sinful? When does anger become sinful? Turn your Bibles to Titus chapter 1 and verse 7. Titus chapter 1 and verse 7. Reader. And it reads, For a bishop must be blameless at the sword of God, not self-willed, not soon angry, not given to wine, nor striker, not given to filthy liquor. Amen. Amen. So in First Timothy, the word Paul Paul used, 
in Timothy 1 and 7 literally means passionate. We need to be passionate. Amen. See, a quick-tempered person loses their cool and usually says or does things that hurt or offend other people. That's not being passionate. See, as leaders, this is a quality that we must possess, being passionate. You see, we're going to come in contact with many different types of people. And we're going to come in contact with some people that are dealing with some demonic spirits that may say some choice words to you, that may strike you, that may do some things to you. The Bible says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, so we must understand that it's not the person, but it's something that may be overtaking the person as this defiant spirit that uh, Wendy's daughter is dealing with. Amen? So when something like this occurs, we must be able to be passionate towards the human being, but we must come against the spirit. How? In prayer. In prayer. Using the tools that have been given us, the weaponry that God has given us through prayer, through praise. Amen? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You have power that comes out of your mouth. You have power that comes out of your mouth. You can use it to kill or you can use it to give life. So use it to kill the demon, but give life to individuals. Amen? Glory be to God. See, we all know people who can consistently fly off the handle. They're quick-tempered and allow angry feelings to to get them into trouble because they're out of control. You know you get those individuals that, that may say say something and the next minute, 20 minutes later, they're coming to you and saying, man, you know what, I'm sorry, man, I'm sorry, man. You know, I was just so upset. You know, I just, I didn't even, I didn't even think before I said, or I didn't think before I did. You see, quick temper. You see, when you get angry at times, you don't think. You react, and when you react, then you have to look at the reaction after you react, and 10 times out of 10, whatever that reaction was, it makes you feel bad because it's not really what you wanted to do. You just got this feeling of anger that came your way. Amen? Glory be to God. Mm-hmm. So it said uh, in Timothy 1 and 7, it said a striker, a striker. Amen. See, this kind of behavior, it correlates with another negative characteristic that's also listed, and it's murder. It says that. Uh, 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 a, a striker is, 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 is similar to like a murderer. A striker is an abuser, someone that is abusing, a man that abuses a, a, a woman or a woman that abuses a man is a striker. Amen. If you look back in the days of old, you see that there were a lot of pastors that were very abusive to their wives. Amen. And they were pastors. And, 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 and so, did they qualify to be a leader? No. Why? Because the Bible says that if you desire to be a bishop, which is a leader, a deacon, which is a leader, amen, then here's the qualifications. And being a striker disqualifies you. Amen. If you go to a job interview and they say, well, here's the qualifications, do you meet them all? And you say, well, yeah, but I don't meet these two. And then there's somebody else that meets all of them. Who's going to get the job? Do you qualify as a leader? Amen. Hallelujah. This is why parents should be very careful when disciplining children. If we're not careful, we'll allow the anger. 
and we'll get angry, and this can cause us to sin against God and our children. Has your child ever done something, and you get so mad that as you're spanking them, you're thinking about what they did, and you realize, I better quit because it's been 20 minutes, and I've been wearing on this butt. You see, we begin to allow the anger to take over, you see, instead of just disciplining the child based upon the behavior they did, not because of the anger that we feel. Amen? That's why sometimes it's good to say, you know what, you know what, boy, go on upstairs. Go on upstairs. Give me some time to cool off. And when I cool off, then I'm going to deal with you. Because most of the time what we do is we deal with them right in the heat of the battle. Right, right there. Go get me a belt and you just go swinging. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We don't want to sin against our father as well as commit a sin to our child as well. As well. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So the next thing I want to talk about is when it persists and results in bitterness. See, what I'm doing is I want to break down this anger thing because, you know, there's, 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 there's many different uh, layers of anger. Bitterness is another uh, sign of anger or another side of anger. Amen. Glory be to God. So. If we look at uh, Ephesians chapter 4 in verse 26, it tells us a little bit about that lingering anger. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 26. Rita? And it reads, Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the Go down upon your wrath. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So again, it says, "Be angry, but sin not, and do not let the sun go down on your wrath." So, in the same reference, Paul spoke directly to this kind of anger, this bitterness. See, when we allow anger to linger, it can eventually turn into bitterness. You know, when you, you're angry at what someone did or said, and you just keep playing it in your mind, it just keeps coming up and coming up and coming up and coming up. And, 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 and so that anger now has gotten some momentum. Now it's turned in to bitterness. Now it's bitterness. See, we 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 all need at times a, a, a cool off here. We all need some time to to go take a walk. See, because when we isolate ourselves and we're angry, see, the enemy has a way of coming into our mind and 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 telling us all kind of stuff. See, see, you know, and to to hype us up to get us to be bitter, resentful. Amen. Hallelujah. So sometimes it's good to get out of the house, take a walk, allow your mind and your eye gate to see other things and to begin to look at this from a totally different perspective to where you can cool down and maybe see it from a whole different perspective and say, you know what? I was wrong. Or maybe say, you know what? I was right, but I can see where an individual may think this. You see, we we must learn how to evaluate a situation instead of just jumping into this anger and not taking the time to break this, the the break it down to see it for what it really is. 
Amen? Time becomes our friend and gives us the opportunity to understand. Okay? With, uh, so, so when we're dealing with anger, time becomes our friend. Because the more time we spend away from that thing, the more time we spend taking an inventory of the situation, the, 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 we, we cool down. We're able to see things from a different perspective, and then we maybe are able to come back and talk the thing out with the individual. Amen? And this is a great way of preventing yourself from carrying that bitterness or releasing that anger that, that may want to churn into bitterness. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let me ask you, do you know, you know are, are you one of those type of people that, you know, you, you, you want to, so somebody's upset you, but you, 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 you don't want to go talk to them? You would just rather hold on to the anger than to talk to them? Prolonging communication is not a good thing. Because what it does is it allows the enemy to stay in your mind, that thing to fester in your heart, and not able to come out. See, sometimes we need to be able to voice our opinion, to share our feeling, you see, to get it up out of us, to release it. But when we hold on to it, it gives it gives that thing momentum. It gives that thing power, amen, to move against us. And that's what we don't want. That's what we don't want. See, you know, it's amazing to see how Two people can live together for years and totally misunderstand each other's thoughts and feelings to allow misunderstandings to persist and to lead into bitterness. You know, when you're when you're, when you're dealing uh, when you're dealing with marriage, you know, it's very important to communicate. When you're in any relationship, it's very important to communicate. Amen. Because when you hold back the communication, then things begin to get into a wonder. I wonder what's wrong with him. I wonder what's wrong with her. And then you go into, well, what did I do? Or what didn't I do? And, 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 and it just throws everything off balance. But when you understand where a person is at, because you communicate you, you, you as a couple, you as friends, you communicate. Look, if you look at a, 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 a Fortune 500 company, any type of business, they're always having board meetings. Why? To communicate pertaining to the business. They look at the good. They look at the bad. They look at the ugly. And they get rid of what needs to be getting rid of. And they keep what needs to be kept to keep the business moving forward. Relationships are very similar. We must communicate, get rid of the junk, keep the good stuff, and keep it pushing. If we don't do this, just like any business, it's going to fall apart. It's not going to work. And this is why many relationships, many marriages don't work. One, because some individuals don't know how to communicate. That's something that didn't take place in their home. Then, in other cases, the uh, individual uh, may know how to communicate, but they communicate using profanity and 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 and, and uh, uh, cutting people. Amen. So, so these things we must relearn. Some of us we must relearn how to deal with this emotion. They call anger. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's take a look at when we hurt people emotionally and physically due to anger. Due to anger. See, we can get angry. Now, this this, this is nothing against women. Okay. But sometimes, see, women talk, they, they, they have this, this thing, and they, they, they talk, and as men, it's like, you know, and they talk, and then it's like something, a hit a button, and then a man will 
will will do what men do because we're physical. Swing at the woman, you see, and 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 that anger. They say she knows how to push my buttons. Well, I don't believe that it was the woman. I believe that it was something that was provoking the woman to get you to react out of your Christian self so that so that the enemy can go to God and say, see, but one good thing, we have an intercessor, an adversary, a lawyer that says, I've died for that. I've shed my blood for that. So keep it pushing. Amen. And vice versa. And vice versa. See, verbal abuse can be more devastating than physical abuse. The reason why that is is because when someone says something, that goes into our data bank, into our mind. Our minds are like a computer. So a lot of, the, a lot of things we hold in our mind and some things that are so traumatic, they go, they go so deep within us that we can't even remember them. That it takes God to bring them up so that they can come out. Amen? But when someone hits you, yeah, you may have a black eye, you may have a broken arm, but that heals and five years later, you know, no big deal. But you say something to a person, they can remember that for a lifetime. And it can be very, very hurtful. Verbal abuse due to anger. So watch what you say in a time of being angry. See, again, being a leader, you might have to uh, tell a person something that they don't want to hear. And as they hear it, they say some choice words to you. Now, because they say choice words to you, we must show compassion. We must we, we must show humility and love and not give in and be quick-tempered and just let anything come out of our mouth. Because, see, a lot of times other people are watching. And the first thing that they want to say is, see, and he said he was a Christian or she said that she was a Christian and loved God. That's why I don't want to be a Christian because, look, you see, they're just waiting, looking for something to say just that. Amen? See, passive anger, that, that, that anger that you hold on to, you know, people say, you know, I, you know, I, I, you know this is my mom, she used to always say this. Well, you know, I, I don't, you know, I, I want to choose my battles. I don't want to, you know, I, I want to choose my battles. But she's angry. But she doesn't want to confront my father pertaining to the anger that she feels. So she would hold on to it. That's what you call passive anger. And it leads to depression and self-condemnation and withdrawals. uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I'm sorry. So passive anger leads to depression and self-condemnation. Now, active anger often causes a child uh, to discipline his or her angry feelings. Here, I'm sorry, I can't even I can't even read my scribble. Listen. So, when it comes to a bully, a bully is a a child that is taking that act that anger that may be that that may be built up at home out upon kids that it knows it could beat or could uh put fear into them that's what 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 bullies do bullies never bully someone that uh is is at the same level of as them it's always the nerd or the person that doesn't know how to uh, protect themselves or, you know, things like this is never someone that is uh, big and burly and, 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 and can confide and protect themselves. It's always someone that is lower 
them them is is what bullies kind of uh uh pick to to pick on amen hallelujah to release that negative active anger so if you are a a person that uh, uh is passive that holds on to that anger find a way to release it whether it be writing write it out get a notebook write it write out what you're feeling get it out of you Amen. Because if you don't get it out of you, depression is going to overtake you. And then self-condemnation, you're going to start blaming yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. And then you're going to find yourself stuck in a trap. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 All right. So I'm going to have my wife read Romans chapter 12. Verse 17. Romans chapter 12, verse 17. When we become vengeful. So this was me when I was a teenager growing up. I was looking for revenge. And I would get it some way, somehow, by any means necessary. Go ahead, read. Romans 12 and 17. And it reads, Recompensate to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. Amen. 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 Never take your own revenge. For the wrath of God, it is written, vengeance is, is his, saith the Lord. Vengeance is God, saith the Lord. Amen. Read verse 21, baby, of uh, Romans 12, verse 21. Verse 21. Mm-hmm. Romans 12 and 21. Mm-hmm. And it reads, Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Amen. God has commanded his church to not give in to the evil, but but by doing good, being revengeful is not of God. When someone does bad to you, it's our place to show love, not to be a doormat, but to show love and allow the Lord to get the revenge on our behalf. I have seen this work so many different times to where individuals will come back and apologize. Because, see, when you love a person in the midst of their anger and and treatment towards you, it has a way of making them feel guilty because the Spirit of God will begin to bring things to their mind. And sometimes they come back and apologize. Sometimes they don't. It really doesn't matter. What matters is that you keep yourself from sinning. It's okay to be angry, but don't sin. Take it to God. Go to the bathroom, close the stall, and go in there and tell God how you feel about what just took place and come out the bathroom with a smile on your face. Amen. He will fight your battle. Amen. People of God, don't be quick-tempered. Don't be quick-tempered. This is dealing with leaders in the church. This is dealing with leaders in the home. Men, don't be quick-tempered with your wives. Wives, don't be quick-tempered with your husbands. And parents, don't be quick-tempered with your children. Be angry, but sin ye not. But sin ye not with your co-workers on the job. Amen. When you're in traffic, don't curse out the person in front of you. Amen. You know, people make mistakes. Some people don't need license, but they got them. Amen. So you just keep yourself in a position of love and peace and following the commandments of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. 
Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give praise and honor to you for who you are and what you have given us on today. Teach us, Lord, how not to be quick-tempered. Teach us, Lord, hallelujah, what areas in our own personal lives that we need this word for. And through your spirit and your power and our willingness, help us to overcome that area where anger, bitterness, revenge plagues us. Lord, we just want to be more like you. We want to love like you. We want to forgive like you. Hallelujah. Show us through your spirit. I thank you for each and every person that has joined us on tonight. I thank you for those that will be listening here later on podcasts, days from now, weeks from now, even years from now. I thank you for those that are in the countries that follow us here. Hallelujah, Russia, China. Hallelujah, uh, uh, Peru. Hallelujah, glory be to God, Colombia. Hallelujah, France. Glory be to God. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah, for those in Africa. Glory be to God. Hallelujah, may your word, Father God, not fall on deaf ears, that we may not be hearers only, but doers of your word. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen, amen. People of God, again, thank you for joining us on tonight. And continue to lift up the woman of God, Wendy's daughter, God knows who you're talking about. So just say, I just thank you, God, for Wendy's daughter and the deliverance of this defiant spirit that you have uh, delivered her from. Hallelujah. Allow your faith, my faith, and everyone's faith that hears this, glory be to God, come together, hallelujah, to keep that demon at bay. Hallelujah. So as we always say after every episode, by faith, not by sight. We'll see you uh, tomorrow morning for the word of the day on Facebook Live, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Central. God bless you and have a fantastic day.